1: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and
2: taxes and fees may vary
1: fun entertaining knowledgeable all right oh right yeah right live and local it's time for the fan morning show with bart winkler Good
3: morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. And we are breaking down a trade that the Brewers made. The Brewers, clearly, this season was not going to happen for them. So at 45 and 57, they have traded away their closer, Josh Hader. Getting a pretty interesting haul. Some major leaguers back. And a couple of prospects, an outfielder, another pitcher. So maybe we'll see the Brewers sell off some more pieces today and then get to a point where they can be competitive again next year. That would make sense. It's the Brewer way. Right? If I said that, that would make sense. That, that makes sense.
4: They're in first place.
3: That, that, that would make sense. But they are not 45 and 57. They are 57 and 45 yet they are acting like they are the reverse of that. Maybe maybe Mark was looking at the standings upside down yesterday. Maybe he's like, "Uh David, we got to make a trade here and uh and David's like, "What do you mean? We're we're winning." He goes, "Oh, I didn't know that." Uh, anyway, all right. Uh, let's just trade Josh Hader anyway. Tim Allen, post-game show host. I'm pretty irate, honestly, about this trade. How are you?
5: Uh better. I mean, after I had a night to sleep on it after the second trade, I feel much better about the first one after they traded for
3: Matt Bush.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Matt, yeah, Bush. I think that,
5: that's a great move. Are we being facetious? Not at all. Not at all. That's exactly what they were looking for. Now, if they would, wouldn't have done the first one and did the second one, I think they'd be in a little bit better shape, uh, both for now and the future.
3: I don't understand. I just get right into it with you. I mean, we all know the situation. Josh Hader got traded. Four guys, two at the big league level, two pitchers, outfield prospect, another pitching prospect. Let me play uh, part of what David Stearns had said. This is David Sterns.
6: Um, you know, Mark, his family, our ownership group. Um, they, they are not interested in a prolonged rebuild ever. Um our fan base is not interested in a prolonged rebuild ever. um in order to avoid those prolonged down cycles, uh we believe occasionally making a very difficult decision like this um is needed and and that's why we made the move today.
3: So Stearns does say we there, but he does not say that I am in not interested mm-hmm. in a prolonged rebuild. He says mark and his family uh he says the fans, and I think that you know nobody wants the team to lose a hundred games year in and year out and year in and year out. Nobody, nobody wants that, but the brewers are so afraid to ever get to that point. Again. I think what I want is just the same way that I say the Packers are built to lose an NFC championship game. I think the brewers are built to get into the playoffs, but then to lose. And he's going to give you this bites of the apple thing. Again, they want bites of the apple bites of the apple. Uh, Instead of just nibbling, you know, open that jaw a little bit, take a, take a big bite. They traded Josh Hader, which was always inevitable most likely and we could talk about that but they traded they traded their all-star closer as they're three games up in the division if you're going to trade Josh Hader for this package we could talk about it at any other time the thing that bothers me is they made this trade while they're three games up and contending and if if that's the case if you're so desperate and afraid of ever having a losing season if you think the fans are that fickle that, that they're at your first season we're going to revolt on you then why are we even trying to win games in the first place? This was, a, this was a very telling move about how this organization is run, I think, yesterday, and I'm very upset about it, honestly.
5: Well, it brings up a lot of questions, and, and you know, that's, that's, that's what this comes down to. So you have the question, are they a better team right now than they were prior to the two trades? No. Um, I mean, we're really talking about Matt Bush this way? Yeah, we are, and they, ne- they needed that. Bart, I- I'll tell you what, collectively, that bullpen right now might be better. Collectively, all told.
3: All right, I mean, c- continue.
5: I'm just saying. It, I, I, but this, that's what the, the questions are, are, you know, you have to ponder this. Does it shed light on what David Stearns thought the team was this year? That's another question. Because sometimes you can, you can tell what – you're never really, really going to know what a, a president or a GM thinks of his baseball team. We, we don't know what's rattling around in his cranium. We, we don't. And, and so is this like, yeah, we're close, but let's continue to work on the cycling of you know, sustained competition. Okay? Another question would be, did he know something about Josh Hader? Sometimes we have to think about that too. Did, did he – kind of see some writing on the wall not just not just financially because that's the easy one we can all see that but did he know something that we don't know about Josh Hader I don't know what that would be injury I I I just don't know clubhouse I know Josh maybe he thought
3: maybe he saw what happened with Bart Winkler and after he became a new dad he Started phoning in his job. Maybe well, you, he saw that.
5: <laughs> we just, just don't know. <laughs> could, could, and here's the key question for me. And th- this, is the one, this is the one that gets me. Would you have received more had you done this in the offseason or next year's trade that deadline? And that to me is the key question here. Would you have received more? I do know this more teams, I believe, would have been involved. In the hater sweepstakes in the off season,
3: well, that's a good uh, point. And uh, again, this is Tim Allen. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. It's the Wendy's What's for Breakfast hour, ladies and gentlemen. Score yourself the breakfast baconator combo. Score yourself the hot honey chicken biscuit combo. And there's nothing like a nice hot meal of Wendy's to uh, alleviate some of the pain that your favorite baseball team has caused you, especially uh, downing one of those frosty chinos. Because okay, here's another thing from Stearns. Here's uh, this is Stearns.
6: For the last three years, and you said it. For the last three years, any you get into a trading season, whether it was the trade deadline or the winter meetings, uh, we would have teams call us. Um, we have never, uh, we have never made an outgoing call on Josh Hader, um, and that was true this deadline as well. Um, but we we have received many incoming calls, um, and that was true this deadline. And as we always do, we listen. And um, in this case uh, we had a couple of very aggressive um, teams that pursued Josh. uh, And ultimately this San Diego deal was one that we thought was in the best interest of our organization.
3: So one thing I've been saying about Juan Soto is I I don't understand why Juan Soto, why there's such a rush to move him. He's got two and a half years left. And I think you're taking a lot of players out of it by trying to move him right now. I, I mentioned a team like the Cubs, you know, the Cubs, They've got money, even though they pretend like they don't. But in the off season, maybe they take restock of themselves and say, hey, we can get one soda here. We got a few prospects that we've built up. Maybe other teams beside the Dodgers or Mariners or Padres or Cardinals, maybe other teams are into it. You, you're narrowing things when you're doing it this rush. So I agree with you. The Brewers are just sitting back waiting for the phone to ring yeah. in an off season, whether it was this next offseason or last offseason. If you're calling teams about Hater. Maybe that spurs up some more conversation. They never called anybody ever. Padres just call and they say, all right, this offer is better than that other offer. Let's do it. Just the whole thing to me, it it just, it shows me that this organization is, they're they're so afraid of ever having a losing season. They they knew they were going to trade Josh Hader at some point. We always knew it would end that way. We always did. So I just think they traded him at the dumbest possible time.
5: Well, and and I do have, and that cut you you just played right there is the biggest problem I have in this whole situation. You didn't do any outreach here. You didn't do any outreach knowing full well that you were accepting offers and you were open to trading Josh Hader. Yet you didn't do any of the outreach. You know, I think back to uh, uh, Moneyball. And, and remember the GM is, it was just uh, phones here, phones there, put them on hold. And then I got two on hold and then I'm, you know, take a message. I'll call them back. All of these things. Does that, does that mean your credibility is lowered as a president or GM of a baseball organization? When you do the outreach, did you contact the LA Dodgers directly and say, you know what, I'll, I'll make you a deal here your top prospect for Josh Hader straight up. You didn't get one top prospect in this. You didn't get one organization's top, let's just say top three prospects in, in their organization. You know, these guys slot in, in in the lower half of the top 10 in the Brewers organization. Was that enough for Josh Hader, or would Brewer fans be okay if you just went one for one? Mets, who's your best dude? Who's your best guy we will go one-on-one? I think Brewer fans may be a little bit more accepting of that part, but the lack of outreach, Bart, I don't understand why you're not the assertive one in this. You just sit back and wait, and what that means is that other teams, other organizations are kind of controlling the tempo of a trade. Right, you let the controlling Padres
3: controlling it. You let the Padres control it. What, what started to get me really fired up yesterday was when I realized that the Padres didn't include any of their big-time prospects, and that if they wanted to... They could walk away from this trade deadline with Josh Hader and Juan Soto. Like, the, the, we didn't get any of these. like, And now uh, I'm just – I'm very frustrated. I'm very that's, that's frustrated. Huge, yeah,
5: that's, and, and you have every right to be. Brewer fans have every right to be at some point. At some point in this organizational um, escalation. Because it is it is in a lot better shape. Than it ever has been. Let's, let's face it. It's just in great shape right now. But at some point, whether it's now, whether it's in the offseason, next year's trade deadline, the year after that, at one point he's going to have to put all the chips in and take a risk.
3: No, they're never going to. He just told you they're never going to. He's, he's going to have to. Or else Mark this doesn't is a want cycle. to. Mark doesn't want to.
5: Well, see, and that's unfortunately the economic structure of where we're at here.
3: So this is the problem. I've got a lot of problems with you people, okay? The problem is when you're trying to talk about the Brewers, anytime you ever want to blame counsel, you can't. You can't because these are guys that David Stearns gives them. But you can't blame Stearns because these are guys – this is what he's able to work with under Mark. But now you can't blame Mark because that's baseball. So it's like the Brewers get a free pass. The Brewers, on purpose, are trying to get in the playoffs – and hope for a miracle. That's their model. That's their model. They're never going to go all in. They always want to win 85 games and get in the playoffs. Baseball has expanded the playoffs now for that to be possible. This this is their model. They just want to get in and get into the playoffs. And they think that one of these years they'll hit a miracle. And they're not going to. Because there's going to be teams that are better than them all the time. I understand baseball is more you know crazy than some of these other sports and you can get hot but there's always going to be a team like the Padres there's always going to be a team like the Dodgers the Brewers made a move that you make when you are selling they made it when they are contending it is it is unfathomable to me
5: and 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 on top of it you have other teams uh splashy headlines not just in in the trade market but in long-term signings Atlanta with with Riley you have Musgrave, um, you know, in in San Diego there. So you, you're you're getting outdone even in a blockbuster trade. <laughs> you know, I I just feel that the main thing is, well, there's two two main things in my world. One would be, how in the world you didn't get a an absolute Glaber Torres, Eloy Jimenez type top prospect. You didn't get one of them. Is it a nice player? Uh, the, the, the one Ruiz, is that a nice play? That's a nice player, but is he the man or projected the man? Okay. That, that, that's one thing. And then the second thing, as I said, what's wrong with doing the outreach? If you're going to trade him anyway, if you're any entertaining the idea to trade Josh Hader, then you drive the ship, you drive the bus, the hater trade bus, you're the one that takes control of this thing. And he says we didn't do any calls outbound. I'm curious about that. Who who, who dictated this trade, David Stearns? Who di- who, who, was the man behind the trade? You? Clearly not. No, Clearly it was Mark. Not.
3: This is Mark. Mark's trade. This is Mark's well, that, trade. That,
5: but that doesn't mean he couldn't have done the outreach uh, oh, with Stearns, the same Stearns philosophy. Stearns
3: is ready to move on. He's tired of this. I think he's. I think he's ready I mean, to go.
5: You, you didn't. You didn't want to stack onto Josh Hader. Have we thought about that? Have we thought about putting a Lauer in there? Have we thought about putting a, another player in there to get more? Because quite frankly, let's face it, Bart. We all know this. Now, help is on the way from the farm system in terms of uh, the position player group, but. You're not getting any help from your position player farmhands anyway. And no, you haven't no, in years. I, I think
3: that I think that this is a case where Stearns, Stearns was given a directive that we're not gonna go to arbitration with Hader. Antanazio already said, um at the home opener, he said, We are we are uh, extending payroll. We're paying eleven million dollars to Josh Hader. So he already thought that was too much. So this is a this is a mark directive and Stearns is like, fine, you wanna trade Hayter, I'm gonna trade Hayter, I'll get a good enough return back to not put egg on my face, but this is my signal to everybody that this is what I'm dealing with, and if you want me, come get me because I'm not doing this
5: anymore. I guess the happiest guy would be Dan Plesak because his all-time saves number just sits there at number one now. (laughs) Yeah, doesn't have to to worry about it. Did, did, Did they go crazy watching MLB Network and tooling around with all the media? And no one's going crazy over this except San Diego. San Diego's the one that's just on top of the world here, and I don't know if they're done yet. Uh, um, I ex- I expected the Brewers to to make another trade, and they did. And that relief core. Now, I, again, Bart, this is a, this is a serious question: Is the bullpen better than it was yesterday?
3: No, I don't know. I don't know why I was saying Matt Bush be.
5: is good. I think. It, look at his numbers; he's good, and that's exactly what they needed. Now, it, that is given the fact that. I'm not. Okay. If oh well, I, the numbers say that they're roughly the same. That's Rogers what the numbers had say.
3: Two really bad months in a row. Hater had a bad three weeks.
5: Well, okay. Well, we're splitting hairs, but both of them pretty dominating when they're at their peak performance.
3: No. So I, is
5: is Josh Hader back? Is Taylor Rodgers back? I. Who we're going to find out. But Lamette and and Bush. Added to that bullpen where you don't have to go with Trevor Kellys, Luke Barkers, Peter Strezleckis, all these guys, that's, that's the way this team plays, though, Bart. That's the way they play. That's the way they win is pitching. So when you bolster that, even that middle relief, it does make your team a little bit better, or at least that bullpen collectively a little bit better. I think it's, it's slightly better. I do.
3: Four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. 677 1250 We will be back in a couple of minutes. I have to take breaks now.
5: You do? Yeah. They're making you take breaks? Yeah. Well, it's about time. (laughs) It's been a free-for-all. Ted Nugent got it right. It's a free-for-all. Yes, Jay.
4: What's up? Uh, Like an hour and five-minute break? I'm in deep trouble.
5: (laughs) I am in deep, deep trouble. (laughs) Oh, yeah? What happened to you the other day? Well, no, it's just that if it it trickles downstream, then... (laughs) I'm going to have to break a little bit more than I do. All right. Well, we'll I'll just ba- leave it. I'd leave it to the, uh, hey, man, when we're That's rolling. What I'm, I know. You know, you know what it's like.
3: I'll be back with you in two minutes. Check. All right. Well, we'll be right back. 1250 AM the fan. I'm Bart Winkler, Tim Shea, and Tim Allen. Tim, I want to read you some of my tweets that I fired off yesterday. Oh, no. Yeah. I was very upset. Uh, Let let me just read the good ones. I said, here's a question. Which Milwaukee player will Josh Hader strike out when the six-seeded Padres record the final out
5: (laughs) against the third-seeded Brewers at American Family Field to advance to the divisional round? Yeah, the opposite could happen, too. Someone could go yard and and walk it off. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, Um, Here's another one. Deep for a walk-off playoff victory at American Family Field. I said, uh, let's see, at Winks thinks, what
3: time is this now? One o'clock. I said, we root for a team that has to be sellers even when they're contending because they'll never have enough money to compete. Awesome sport. Well, that's not the Brewers' fault. That's that's the league's fault. Uh, let's see. Uh, did I take a break? No, 1.30 as I'm trying to take a nap. I'm too charged up here. I say, hashtag, Stern's soldiers are so brainwashed, they trip over themselves to convince you that trading – your best player while you're in first place is a brilliant move. Why would Stearns ever need to talk to the media when his legion of superfans are already working the spin for him? Uh, where else do I get to? Uh, all right. This is uh, as I was in line in Walgreens for my anxiety medicine. Uh, I tweeted at 6 o'clock. I love how if Brewers traded, let's say, prospects for Taylor Rogers, we'd be all like, who's this guy? Bud Norris, too? Instead, he gets traded for Josh Hader, and suddenly, well, he's basically the same as Josh Hader.
5: You take anxiety medicine? Yeah, Lexapro. Hmm. How long have you been doing that? Uh,
3: two years, three, maybe. Four? What
5: happened? What happened? I had anxiety. What did, did anything trigger that? Did anything happen? Traumatic experience? Uh, probably this job. Okay. That's what I was getting at.
3: I don't know. It just feels like, uh... There's a lot of streams going into my brain at all times. And it felt like my brain was being smushed by the amount of information that I had to take in.
5: Well, and, you know, economically paying what you're paying at the pump and all that. I mean, that's that can't help. Groceries and inflation and all that. Yeah,
3: gas is now down 42 <laughs> consecutive days. Actually, mark, the, uh, the quickest decrease of gas prices
5: in like 30 years. But. Price up to mark down. You're supposed to look good. Yeah. Uh, gas station executives are having record profits. You <laughs> a great capitalistic country we live in.
3: Uh, let's see here's six o'clock. No franchise has ever friend zoned Their fans as much as the brewers have, they will never love you as much as you love them. And one more tweet here. The bucks go cheap with PJ Tucker two weeks after they win a title. Bucks fans are mad. The brewers go cheap the week that they are set to celebrate their 40th anniversary of blowing a lead in the world series and Brewers fans rush to the streets in
5: jubilation. <laughs> well, let me, let me just throw this out there. What did everyone think about the Trent Grisham, Zach Davies, Eric Lauer and Luis Urias trade?
3: La, let, me throw, let me throw this out there. Let me throw this out there. That was also with the Padres. You think they to get you think they want to get screwed again next time they deal with the Brewers?:
5: I don't think so. Well, maybe they're going to get get the screw job on this one. We too. We are I mean, so
3: afraid. To ever be wrong about a trade, we're so afraid that Brewers I agree. fans. That's
5: why the reach, the 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 outreach by this organization by David Stearns. That that, you know, not one notch down for me with him. One notch down. Brewers he's, fans
3: spent all day yesterday trying to convince themselves about these guys. Again, they don't have to work do the work for us. We don't want to be wrong about a trade. We nobody wants this to. We don't want to hate this trade and then say, oh, they won a World Series and then they win the World Series and then we're all upset. Uh, because we looked bad and we didn't believe. We want to believe. This team doesn't win. This team's goal is to is to be good enough to get in the playoffs. This team's goal is to keep you on the hook. They are not serious about winning a World Series. The, they, David Stern said it. This team's goal is not to win a World Series. It is to make the playoffs and see what happens. And seeing what happens is not going to work. Not if you're trading your All-Stars when you're supposed to be buyers.
5: I know that uh, you you got a, a caller or two that we we can get to, but let me let me just throw this out there uh, to the listening audience of the Bart Winkler Morning Extravaganza. When you when you look at uh, an organization that has a different philosophy and generally speaking about the same money to deal with, and and I hate bringing up the Cardinals, but I will Bart, and I think this is appropriate to the conversation and what you just said about the goal of a world series i think i read you this before but it's it's worth repeating oliver marmel of the st louis cardinals their manager it's an expectation here where a winning season isn't just above 500 that means nothing to me the way i was brought up in this organization it means nothing making the playoffs is great it's not the expectation the expectation is what happened in 2011 when the World Series. That's it. There's nothing underneath that. You either win the whole thing or you don't. In my eyes, above 500 means nothing. There's 29 losers, there's only one winner. That's it.
3: Yeah, now, that's 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 the Cardinals method. That's what they want World Series. We, we want to get every, in the playoffs.
5: That should be every team. But it's philosophy not the Brewers philosophy. In it's all not all sports.
3: It's, it, they're admitting to you that it's not. Now, they could trade Josh Hader and end up winning a World Series this year, and then I'll be on the top of Holy Hill saying, Rewarded for bad behavior! Rewarded for bad oh, behavior! Gee, yeah,
5: that's what you're going to do. I, I know that. They win the World Series this year, and you're going to say, It's like drunk driving. If you make it home, it doesn't make it all right.
3: Well, I don't condone that under any circumstance. Brewers acquire Matt Bush. Matt Bush. So if they don't. God. Stearns. Stearns is like, oh, fans are mad at me. Uh, I better go trade for Matt Bush.
5: I think it's, that's a, that is a great move. Bart. They traded I'm your guy you.
3: Antoine Kelly and Mark Matthias.
5: Well, yeah. I mean, again, prospects for this organization outside of pitching. And, and Kelly was, was on the rise here. But uh, nonetheless, uh, your prospect group has not uh, treated you fairly outside of some pitching.
4: If Look, they, if they trade Peter Strzlecki, I'm going to go nuts. Oh, he's his ass That's is off board. the team.
3: Yeah. They got they got a bunch of roster moves to make. Yeah, they do. And they're getting uh, Peralta back this week. Mm-hmm. Things are looking good. So they got four pitchers they need to get rid of. Well, Hayter counts as one. And then Strzlecki's going to be two. And then who? Got Gustave, What, what about Jake one of McGee. Your catchers? Oh, please, God, hurry up. <laughs>
5: I want Jake McGee to stay here. I think the uh, he should stay.
3: Pedro Severino's had four at-bats, four plate appearances since the All-Star break. This is the most useless roster spot we've ever used on a guy. And he can't play in the playoffs. No. We're treating him like he's Manny Pena, and he's like a lifetime service award. This guy, this guy immediately comes here. First thing he does is get suspended. And then you go out of your
5: way to keep him here. Well, maybe there's a trade. Nobody's gonna give you anything for Pedro Severino no if he's not eligible there's there's nobody that's gonna give you anything. I think he's out of options as well. Uh, Dan is in Racine Dan what's up? Hey
2: man great great show today guys I'm glad you're not Homer in this whole thing really I'm glad to see there's some angst against this trade. And I particularly think this guy as the owner is probably the worst out of the three we have besides Lambo being Lambo or the Packers. We need the Lazarie brothers, man. We need a guy that can come in here see what's on the table, make some calls. Don't just shop a phone call and say, okay, yeah, you guys can have them. Dude, go out and spend some money. Where are the bats on this team when it really comes down to it? So we got pitching, which finally we got that. But we can never put it together on this team. and. I just think Anastasia is cheap, raise the prices every year, I'm sick of paying his beer prices, I'm fed up actually with this dude. And now we got this, you don't even know what the nucleus of these guys are going to be like mixing up the team this close with three games above St. Louis. I say, it, they ain't going nowhere, we know they're not, you know, and baseball it's baseball because you got the Yankees, you got the Dodgers, you got these dudes that just can buy an all-star team every damn season. I don't know. You guys want to pay forty dollars parking spots? I'll watch it at home or in the bar. That's all I got. Thanks, Dan. Hey, Good to hear from you. All, it,
5: it's it's all right to to feel like that. It's it's it doesn't mean that we don't like this baseball team. For you to be upset over that that that's in in a weird way, what makes all this thing kind of roll a little bit. But I I feel your pain. I'm I'm there, man. I. You know, that again, you said shop some, some phone calls. That's the biggest problem I have. You knew you were open to trading hater, and you didn't drive the boat. You weren't the one that called the teams that spotted a, a prospect or two. I think Brewers fans, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, I think you guys have been better with this trade if you had an absolute beast of a projected prospect one and then a mid-level prospect and be good out the door there's josh no because we're trading for
3: prospects when we're
5: contending but i have a bigger problem with the type of prospects that they got in return if you're going to move him then you dictate what prospects you want they put these on the table there might have been a counter offer from stearns i'm sure there was san diego preller picks up the phone and calls stearns and says hey man uh, we want Hader. We're serious about it. Here's what we got on the table. And Stern said, well, let me think about it. I'll take a look at your organization. We spotted a, another player that we want in on the deal. See, that, that's, I'm afraid that's how this deal went down. Instead of Stern's picking up the phone and calling the New York Mets or the Atlanta Braves and saying, hey, we're open to uh, moving Josh Hader. I uh, want to run this by you. We see that uh, you have your second ranked prospect there. We want that and we want your fifth, and we'll we'll uh we'll move him to you. This see, that's the biggest problem I have, that he didn't and to admit it that he didn't do the outreach, knowing that he was gonna trade him anyway.
3: Yeah, wow. Stearns is George Costanza. He wants out, dude. He wants to go work for the New York Mets. It's the same thing. He wants out
5: of here. I would have preferred not to hear that he didn't make any outreach. Well, I don't I would like prefer hearing just not to hear that.
3: I don't like hearing this again.
6: Yeah, Mark. His family, our ownership group, um, they, they are not interested in a prolonged rebuild ever. Um, our fan base is not interested in a prolonged rebuild ever. Um, in order to avoid those prolonged down cycles, uh, we believe occasionally making a very difficult decision like this um, is needed. And, and that's why we made the move today. So they want to
3: be competitive, Tim. That's great. But what they're telling me, what Stearns is telling me is, one, they are so afraid of ever being bad. Like, it petrifies them. Like, we're going to go anywhere, which is absurd. And we've been rooting for this losing franchise for half a century. We're not going anywhere. So, Mark's got to get that through his head. And the other thing is, they're telling you the World Series is not – I'm up here every day talking about how I want my team to win championships. I just want championships. And they're telling you the World Series is just flat out not the goal. The goal is to not lose, which – the go- it's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not in line with my expectations of the team, and so I have to kind of reset maybe how I he, he,
5: approach this team. You know, and, and he, the, the conviction he had in his voice when he said ever, I think he disregarded one thing. That ever is a big word. Stearns, have you considered what would happen with the acceptability of a rebuild if you won the World Series? See, that's the difference. He he excluded that. Yeah. I think Brewers fans would be accepting yes, of like a rebuild Cubs. if there the were Cubs a World Series The Cubs are miserable right,
3: right now, but they've got their World they've Series their in ring. 2016.
5: A- absolutely. So how many We how would many all years,
3: accept that. We all would.
5: How many years are you investing in, in a complete teardown rebuild if they got a World Series this year? How, how many years are you willing to give up? Uh, me personally, eight. I'm I'm a handful, too. I'm absolutely a handful. And he neglected to put that into his little soliloquy there. Ever. Ever. No, no, no. We'll trade ever for a World Series title. I, and again, as I said yesterday, Bart, I think we are forgiving if we bo- truly believe that all the chips are being slid in front and going all in. I'm going all in this year. I think we're accepting of that. We are next year, the opening day of the championship season. uh, You know, they they really made their moves, and you got to applaud the effort that, man, they went for it. When do they, quote, go for it? Never. Never. They're never going to go for it.
3: This is what this trade and what they are telling you. They are never going to go for it. They will never do anything that puts them in jeopardy of not being a wild card team. And now that you have six teams that make the playoffs every year, all you need is 85 wins to get in. That's what the Brewers are going to be. They're they're going to be built every year to get into the playoffs. We, we're gonna we're gonna eventually say, well, how could you be mad at the Brewers? They've been in the playoffs ten straight years. Yeah, they've won, they've lost the division around ten straight years, but nobody will care because you're so excited you get to buy new playoff merch every year. The road to October 2023. <laughs> I want to buy a World Series hat. Yeah. I want to win a World Series and have that moment and have that run. But that's not – my goals are not the Brewers' goals. But, but, they but are telling it, you it crystal clear <clears> with this trade.
5: Can it still happen, though?
3: Yes, it can happen.
5: Okay. See, so we do have that. We do have that's that. That's ridiculous. It's still – no, but Bart, seriously, I'm. you know, I'm not poking fun. It, it can happen. It would take uh, – it would it would take a lot of doing and it's not of their a goal luck strategy. it's not their goal no, but I understand what you're saying you're you're talking about philosophically the the bigger picture of this organization. the Brewers goal is not to win a World Series. It's not.
3: It's to make the playoffs it's not to win a World Series. so that sucks i, I, I this is what I'm coming to understand today and if you want to talk about the trade specifically well hater and the numbers and the war and this and this prospect, we, you know, we can dissect all of it. What I'm coming to terms with is my goal for the Brewers is for me to see a World Series someday. Their goal is not to win a World Series. They might end up winning a World Series as mm-hmm. like a you know they found a four leaf clover on their walk through the well, prairie. Well, I
5: mean, uh, well, you know, but it's not their I, again... goal.
3: And a team that has a team that doesn't like the Bucks, their goal was to win the NBA title. They did it.
5: Yes. Yes.
3: The the they they, they did everything they could to do it. The Packers—they're not getting back there, but their goal is the Super Bowl.
5: Yeah, the the Cardinals. There's 29 other losers. Yeah, there's only one winner.
3: I root for a team that does not have the same goal that I have, and and that that that's what I'm coming to terms with with this trade.
5: And I don't it, it, see what's wrong with saying you want to win a championship, and that's your goal, and and every decision you make is based upon that. Because is the Brewers would be lying if they said that. Be, because I, I wonder, speaking on that concept, conceptually. Did this trade coincide with a philosophy of every decision we make is to win a World Series? Did, th- did this trade fall into that philosophy? No. I-, I would have to agree with you, Bart. I would have to agree with you. Now, they would contend, I think Stearns would contend, that more chances to win a World Series is, is what we're after. I don't just chances. Just just the the chance as you said four-leaf clover, uh you know, uh, things fall right, lucky streak, strategy, etc. So I, you have to think of it that way. Was this trade in an effort to win the World Series this year? Because my goodness, if you're trading Josh Hader, shouldn't that be kind of a chippy move? Shouldn't that be kind of a like, whoa, this mo- He's got something in mind here this year. It doesn't kind of look like that, that this year is for this trade.
3: No, and uh, that's really upsetting. I'm upset, and, and I don't care. I'm, I can be upset. I'm a fan. I'm upset. I'm upset about this trade. I, I,
5: I, again, I'll, I'll say it till, till the day I, I'm six feet under. You have every right to be pissed about a Brewer's trade or lack thereof. And I'm not going to justify said, it. I'm
3: not going to try to justify it. I'm not going to do scouting reports. I'm not going to look at baseball. America said this. I'm not going to look at Keith Law said this. The Brewers came out and told me their goal is not to win a World Series. And I'm mad about it.
5: Highest bidder, bitter. It is. It's up for auction. Highest bidder, bitter. And that's what it was. We'll answer calls. Let me know when someone calls.
3: Well, I got a lot of people that are calling me, so I'm going to talk to them. I'll bid you adieu. Okay. I appreciate your
5: uh, time, friendship, bond, love. And I, w- I will say this. I feel so much better physically than I did one week ago this very minute. <laughs> Sorry about last week.
3: Okay. Are you going to apologize for everything else that you've ever said on the show that's uh, inappropriate?
5: <laughs> no. No, there's too many. There's too, too many to focus Jeez.
4: on. He took a dig at me this weekend. So.
5: Tim did? Yeah. What did he say about you? Well, he just
4: imitated my voice. Oh, I've okay. done
5: impressions of
4: everyone he, impersonations. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was the first time, so I was kind of taken back a little. But I'm good now. <laughs> <laughs> can, do you want to? Can I hear it? I'll play it for you. Oh, you have saved it. Uh, I'm sure I saved. I want to hear. Play it. I'll play it we'll for you. Tim. I want to hear Tim do it. I'll, 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 oh boy,
5: Tim, give me a Tim. <laughs> no, well, I'd have to be in the mall. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, what you the can't. Was.
4: You can't. You can't just pull
5: it off. And Bart, you're you're a tough dude to uh, to impersonate. No, I'm not. I'm personally uh, go, myself all the time. Go Packers. Hey, go
3: Packers. Hey, everybody, I'm mad about this.
5: Oh, my God. Good buddy.
3: Hey, I'm so mad. I'm mad about this.
5: <laughs> all right, get, get to your calls. These people these people want to get on the air.
3: All right, well, they will in two minutes. 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. It is the Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour on The Fan. Could be a breakfast baconator combo. Could be a hot honey chicken biscuit combo. Sweet with a kick of heat. Get the potato wedges. Get a Frosty Chino. Let's get a Diet Coke. Whatever you like to wash around those wedges with. Man, today would be a good Wendy's day, wouldn't it? I owe you. Oh, yes, it would. Uh, You don't have to. If you, like, do all the ordering and stuff, I'll pay for it. I got to get the app. (laughs) so much work <laughs> it's not it's not it's not uh we'll get it tomorrow i'll do it, we'll get it tomorrow. okay four one four six seven seven twelve fifty we're obviously talking brewers ron is in rome ron what's up
8: yeah hi you know i i knew that they might uh trade Hader. although when tim first mentioned it i thought it was crazy but um, so yesterday when I picked up my phone and saw that they traded Hader, I'm like, oh, wow, they really did. And I'm like, well, hey, that's kind of sucks, but let's look and see what kind of great hitter they got. And then I was looking I'm like, what? And, so, and then you have uh, Mark Stern's press conference. And this reminds me of when we fired Ron Renneke, because it really didn't make baseball sense. And I came up with the theory then that it was really Debbie Adonaisio calling the shots. So I think that this is an ownership group that doesn't love the Brewers. Not, you can't find one person that loves the Brewers that likes this deal. So this is what happens when you have a Yankees fan for an owner and a Mets fan for a general manager. And I feel bad for Mark Stern and I don't blame him if he's out of here the first chance he gets. And it's the slap in the face of every Brewer player that tries to excel. It basically sets them, when it comes to get time, after arbitration where we will humiliate you, trying to give you the lowest salary possible, then you can get out of here and make your money. Go to a team that's trying to win, like the, like the Padres. Yeah, the Brewers.
3: Ron, thanks, buddy. The Brewers are always. Sterns has said this for years. Young, controllable talent. Young, controllable talent. What that also means is guys that we don't have to pay a lot of money to yet. So now you have. I mean, look at look at this from the Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff perspective. There's no way that they're going to reach. I mean, there's. They're telling you. There's no way. There's no way they keep. They kept Yelich. That was the exception. And now maybe they're scared to ever keep a guy like that again and pay him a bunch of money. They are constantly going to try to find a younger, cheaper version of you. If you're good. So if you're good here and you want to be a lifer, but also want to get the money you deserve, that's not going to work out. That's not the that's not what the birds are going to try to do. And I wonder throughout the clubhouse what the reaction is with some of these guys. Roddy Telez picks up his phone. We traded. Woo. What? Luis Arias. Why did we trade him? Corbin Burns. Wait, wait a minute. Hater? The guy I threw a no-hater with? We're trading him. Why? Let's get out to Brian. What's happening?
2: and Bard. Hey. Listen to you guys. Listen to you guys for years. First time I ever called.
3: Oh, well, uh, welcome to the, the show. Hang on.
8: <laughs>
0: don't
3: be a foreigner, as Freems would say.
2: Talk to me, Brian. I don't hate the trade. Um, I, I don't think we're actually any better or any worse than we were 24 hours ago. Uh, arguably, it's trade deadline. We, we just got a starting pitcher, right? Willie Peralta's coming back. Um, Rogers isn't hater, but I think we arguably still have one of the best back ends of the bullpen in the league. Um, and, you know, we're concerned or our gripes are, hey, we didn't add any bats. I mean, last year we weren't good enough. You know, our offense isn't good enough this year. There wasn't a lot in free agency in the off season, Um unless we wanted to sell all of our talent in the farm. You know, if it was for a guy like Soto, Otani, something like that, heck yeah, let's do it. But, um, I mean, is there really a difference maker out there with a bat that uh, that's going to get us over the hump? So, small market problems, I suppose.
3: Well, thanks. Hey, don't be a foreigner, bud. All right, man. You have a good one. We got a Mark Stearns and a Willie Peralta. So far this segment, keep it going. Dave and Cudahy happy trade deadline, Dave.
4: How are we doing Bart? Good morning, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I kind of told you this was coming that the Brewers were going to stand pat with the uh, with the bats right now, and man, it, it's it's a little frustrating because I'm not going to lie. You know, I was one of those guys that wanted Hater traded, but I thought we were going to get some some either better prospects to move right away or something to help us immediately now in the offensive category. So this is. If this is making me question uh, them, you know that's rough.
3: Yeah, Dave. I'm just going to reiterate what I've been saying that this is stupid.
4: Yeah, yeah. I I feel you, Bart. And I, you know, you played the the Stern interview so many times, and all I hear is defeat in his voice. He does not want to be up there telling everyone that they've traded Josh Hader. And the reason why they're doing that is because everyone else doesn't want to rebuild and, you know, all that stuff. Like, he just sounds absolutely defeated, just deflated and kind of embarrassed.
3: Well, yeah, this is a contending team that's three games up in their division. You know, I'm I'm complaining about this team all year, and everyone's trying to tell me, hey, they're in first place, they're in first place, they're in first place. And then we trade our closer... And you guys are all trying to justify it. And I'm the I'm the one
4: saying they're in first place. Well, look, I, I, again, I think you could have done something with this if you would have got back uh, some decent bats. I, I would have been fine. I could have at least justified that. But to get a bunch of pitching prospects, nonetheless, or just pitchers in general, come on, that that's a that's a rough idea. I'm still banking on the idea that it, they're going to use these pieces to make another move. I think this, this can't be looked at as a single entity right now. Uh, you know, but come what four o'clock, you know, then, then I can really be angry uh, until then, Bart, go out to the team store, buy yourself a Joey Gallo Jersey. Cause uh, be prepared for that. <laughs> Thanks
3: Dave. Ugh. All right. Have a good one. Yeah, I don't I don't think that they're going to acquire these guys to then flip them. I don't think that's happening. And if, again, if you're someone who looks at this trade and immediately says, well, they're not done yet, you're, you're saying to yourself, that's a bad trade. That's what you're saying. Because you're saying we can't judge this trade. Yes, you can. This is a bad trade. This is a bad trade. This could work out where these guys, some of these, like this uh, outfielder, Ruiz, Okay, and this could work out where he ends up having a nice career, and the pitcher at double a has a nice career. You know so to judge this trade, we don't know what these guys' careers are going to be like. I understand that i'm I'm upset from the standpoint that you were a contending team and you purposely made your team worse. You made your team worse, the team's worse the team's worse than it was yesterday at this time a trade did that i don't get it let's get out to kavika in hawaii what's up kavika
9: yeah i mean what business do the brewers have trading the best closer in baseball the last half a decade i can't believe that you know antinashio has no business owning this team I mean he just wants to have enough money to buy another property in Beverly Hills. You know, on the flip side I am very happy for Hayter, you know, I mean, come on. San Diego, dude, he's gonna have the time of his life. But the Brewers they don't they don't wanna win. They just wanna exist. And how are they gonna pay Burns and Woodruff as well? I mean, I could have seen well, they're not. I would have loved to have seen them flip you know, get Yellish out of town, but nobody's going to pick him up or a bat. But I mean, they're not going to go out and get Soto and pay him a half a billion. I mean, they just want to exist, but I, I guarantee you it, it's not, I mean, we know it's not Stern's fault. He's just a puppet up there. I mean, of course he'd like Antanasio to say, Hey, go get whoever, you know, we need to win a, a chip, but he's not doing that. We know that. And, that's the bummer thing about it. I mean, I don't know. I'm done. I mean, what a beautiful <laughs> ballpark to go to watch a game. But, I mean, I mean, that's just the reality of it all, right?
3: I mean, it's very telling the week that, Kavika, thanks. Uh, good to hear from you. The week that Mark Antanasio is sniffing around, buying a soccer team, they trade Josh Hader. How do we know that other guys won't get traded today? How do we know that they won't trade Burns or Woodruff today? How do we know that they won't trade Devin Williams today? <laughs> Honestly, how do we know
4: that? They won't. They won't. They made their splash. How do we know? I don't think they're going to go after a hitter. I think they're done. And that's going to that's going to make even people more upset tomorrow. So stupid. Tomorrow. So stupid. I, the, 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 the,
3: what I'm mad about, and again, we can break down the specifics of the trade. I'm mad that my team is flat out telling me the World Series is not the goal. We might end up getting one. The World Series, though, is not the goal. The goal is staying competitive so that your sorry asses can keep coming to this ballpark. We're going to leave you on the hook. We're going to keep dangling that carrot in front of you because this could be the year. We're going to be just good enough that it could be the year, that you'll want to be a part of this. We are in the friend zone. We're in the friend zone with the brewers. You know the friend zone. Oh, I know the friend zone. Girl keeps you on the hook. Always has you there. Sniffing around with the other boys. But she's always calling you when when they break up. And you think, oh my God, we're going to date. You're never going to date. You'll never even kiss her. She might kiss you once drunk and then pretend that it didn't happen. Not speaking from personal experience. But I definitely am. 414-677-1250.